This is Tales of Swordfall. Nork Ran, you are following the path of quote-unquote destruction. More like lightly touched wiggling objects. <laughs> so uh, it seems like this path led towards the basement, which Nork didn't even know there was a basement. Yeah, there is a basement. And uh, you guys open up the door. The door creaks ominously. And it's very, very dark going down the stairs. Yeah. Well, uh, I know one place I want to change up right off the bat. Um, it gets so dark that it's like once you're at the bottom of the stairs, you can barely see the light coming from the... Uh... Well, did you close the door behind you when you uh, went into the basement? No. No, no. Didn't close the door behind me. Cool. So, you guys start to search in the dark. Uh, please give me perception rolls with disadvantage. Great, both of you don't have dark vision. Wait. <laughs> hmm. Well, oh. you know what? I'll just go with it for a little, see what's going on. Seeing if she could try to see things. Uh, oh, yeah. No, it's it's dark. I mean, um, it's, it's darker than dark. It's almost magically dark. Um, how are you trying to navigate around in this basement? Uh, Nark is feeling like feeling any wall or, I guess, railing on the stairs and just stepping slowly and carefully. Oh, no. Yeah, Ryan's just kind of doing that thing where, you know, she's just putting her hands out and Feeling for walls or any sharp objects nearby. Oh, great. Both of you, roll me a d20. One second here. Oh, God. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Both stink. Those are great words to hear out of GM's mouth. This is this is going to be the best episode ever for you guys. Um, <laughs> TPK, just because you can't see. No, I'm kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I, I would feel so bad. Um. So you find a knife on the wall. It's through your hand. <laughs> almost. Almost. So. Both of you are feeling around. And let's see, Harold Holt. 
Uh, Bran, roll me a 1d6. Oh, that's good enough. Uh, so you take a point of damage, Ran. You, you... Oh, what was that? Yeah, I got something. I don't know what it was. And you can feel warm blood coming out of your hand. God, I'm bleeding. Ugh. At this point, Rayan's going to break out the old Elder Focus. Oh, and you're bleeding. I mean, it's not intentional, but uh, she's like, I want to be able to see. So? This keeps getting better, guys. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. I love this. So, it's... you you clutch your elder focus. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, just with this luck, it's with the hand that is bleeding. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't even have to activate it because your elder focus starts glowing and pulsating. <laughs> Whoa. Besides being creepy, it's actually a little bit of light. Yeah, you should kind of watch out for it, though. Uh, Austere said he thinks it's sentient, so uh, watch your mouth around it, too, just in case. You know, somehow things that normally would not be able to speak or understand being around us being able to spy on us at any time seems to be a common theme. Mm-hmm. Although Herbert is all right. I don't know about this thing. So in this newly formed light, you guys can make new perception checks. Oh, nailed it. Yay. Nat 20. see. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. Once the deadly elder focus is out and consuming blood of Rayanne and, you know, glowing because of it, well, you can see. Hurrah! <laughs> so, uh, you look around, and there's a lot of junk down here. Somebody's been hoarding, like, mannequins. Uh, you see the gardening equipment that you pricked your finger on Rayanne. Uh, Nork, you notice that you were about to, like, put your hand on a, like, nail that's sticking out of the wall. I mean, there's all sorts of horrible things that you can, like, get your hands trapped on down in here, but now you you can see. What kind of place did Austere set us up with here? Uh, Someone who didn't clear out their, their basement. No kidding. By the pulsating light of the Elder Focus, you both see the altar sitting in the corner of the basement. It is not obscured by anything. It is just there, out in the open. It seems like maybe 
just maybe somebody made it extra dark down here to hide the fact that Alter was out in the open. You can see the altar is made of wood. It looks like an old tree stump with its roots just tearing into the ground. And all around it are flowering vines which crawl up the side of this altar and they form arcane patterns just all around it. On the altar, there are three totems or figures. We also call them masks. Um, and they're all different colors. They are in the figure of three women. One is colored blue. And she has very large eyes. And carved into the figure are strange arcane ruins. On the next one, it's red. It also has large eyes and strange arcane runes carved all around it. But on the body, on in the front, you also notice there's what looks to be the shape of a heart carved into it as well. The last one, you notice that she's, her figure is a little bit taller. Her eyes are normal, but her mouth is open, and it's larger than the others. I don't like this. You remember who those things were. They sure. took squeakers. How could I forget? And now it looks like Nelkis made some sort of deal. This isn't good. And this is some sort of altar to them. This is this just a regular altar, or is this some sort of uh, operation for them? This can't be good. Maybe I should talk to Austere about this. Yup, I think uh, I think Austere would be the uh, the person to ask about this right now. Um, is it? Yeah. Uh, oh, geez. How do we get in touch with him? Uh, well, he should be coming up sometime this morning. Uh, I hope so. He was about to tell me stuff about mommy dearest, and yeah. Um. So we should maybe not touch anything. Yeah. Because Agreed. You, when, you, when you touch strange things, as as we found out, as I found out, um, bad things can happen. Yep. Oh, uh, that's probably what, oh, geez, that's probably what Nelkis did. Yeah. So, Ash, this is probably about the time you actually get back inside. Alrighty. And uh, you notice that, um, yeah, it was in the kitchen. Uh, there is a strange light coming from the kitchen. I will investigate. Um, you notice that there's a um, door that you hadn't seen in the kitchen at first, but now it's like very apparent. It, it's one of those like wooden doors 
kind of within a wooden wall that kind of blends in a little bit too well. Mm-hmm. And uh, you notice that there's a pulsating purple light coming from this open door. I will cautiously move towards the light. And as you approach, uh, you feel as though there's something heavy on you. And I give you a wisdom saving throw. Let's just see if you're going to get terrified or not. Oh, I got a 19. Good job. Um, you, you feel as though something horrible might be down there. And then you realize it's that feeling you get, you know, when Rand's just using her elder focus. Overwhelming scary magic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. That doesn't feel good. Um, Ash will kind of call down the stairs. Uh, Rand, Norik, are you down there? Yeah. Yeah, we're down here. What's going on? I'm get some. Uh, there's some strong magical signatures. Well, no, that's just that's just Ran. Hey, uh, there's a creepy altar here too. Um, yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah, that too. I'll come take a look at that. Maybe I can identify what's going on there. Careful, there's sharp things on the walls. Okay, yeah. And I'll uh, I'll move in. Yeah. Ash, you go down the creaky stairs into the dark basement, but the combination of both the pulsating light from the Elder Focus and your natural dark vision helps you to see basically everything that's down here, even despite the overall what seems to be magical darkness that happens to be down here too. Uh, you notice that there are mannequins for tailors, even full-size mannequins, workbenches, half-finished projects from probably past students like astrolabes and other wizardy tools. Also, there's normal tools and what seems to be like half-finished wood projects and stuff like that. Uh, you are able to navigate around all the sharp garden tools and things that are sticking out of the wall, like the the nails and uh, all that stuff. Then you see it. Uh, Nork and Rayanne are standing near an altar. Uh, it has three totems on it. And um, give, me, give me a perception or an investigation if you want to know anything further. I mean, perception's higher, so. <laughs> oh, 22? Oh, damn. Uh, 22, okay. So, the first thing that you notice is that this altar is a living thing that's growing out of the ground, and somehow it has pushed its way out of the stone floor of the basement into the house. I don't like that. That's not good. (laughs) 
So you totally notice the figurines on the altar. You also notice there's a fine layer of dust on there, like it has been used in a little bit. Uh, but you definitely see the recent activity of whatever Nilkis and Alonzo were doing down here. You definitely see Nilkis's handprints. Um, you generally get the idea of what all the arcane runes on this whole altar are all about. Uh, they seem to have an equal number of protection spells and a few others. Uh, this is probably also the source of what is making the basement super duper dark. But what you can gather is this is the Fae Divine's altar. This is their thing. And yeah, it's it's theirs. Hmm. Um, would I know then, like, if this is dangerous, if we can destroy this, if we even should destroy this? That's for an Arcata check. Okay. Big money, big money. 21. Hey. Hell yes. That's a couple good rolls. Yeah, that <laughs> is. Oh my god, your wizard the wizard training is like being a thing now. Finally paying off. <laughs> so you know that these pop up to uh, wherever there are like warlocks who are attached to them or um some people even treat the uh, Fae Divines as gods and um, will call up these altars to uh, help directly communicate. Because the Fae Divines are kind of hard to find unless you're desperately trying to find them or you have a ma magical object to find them. And so this is kind of like a direct way to get to them. Um, so some fey warlock set up a communication spot here sometime yeah at some point hmm. and you know these are insanely difficult to destroy without the proper tools okay and uh you know that you'll have have to burn this with some kind of fire and put it out with a um, dirt uh mix it in the ashes of the altar with dirt of a freshly grown uh freshly dug grave and uh oh there was something else but yeah it's it's you need a few items and you know once you burn it with magical fire and put out the ashes all that it should be like gone for good but if you don't destroy it properly it will come back and well the fate divines will probably be very offended so what i think because i'm not sure if it's safer to just leave it or if destroying it will make us safer i guess i guess that's a decision that we have to make um, but out loud, uh, Ash will relay some of this information to 
his companions be like, so we got to destroy it with magical fire. I can definitely cover that. There's a couple other things. We uh, might be able to talk to some of your uh Well, um, Austere said he was supposed to drop by later. Uh, Austere would be a good person to uh, talk about about this, but um, we should either destroy it or we should get out of here, I think. What about Nilfus? That's a good question. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe this is the only way that we can get to Nilfus. Either way, we should see what uh, Austere says. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think we're a little bit beyond what we're knowledgeable of here. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts. A long, long time ago, in a land far away named Phylor, there were four legendary adventurers. We are the Adventurous Four, renowned across the land. Using their cunning and strength, the party defeats many monsters and saves many lives. Nick takes his fairy blade and stabs it into his other eyeball. Oh Oh my my god! Can, can Hugo jump on my back? Do I cast Expeditious Retreat? Like, yeah. Uh, can Bob roll a d20 for me? I don't like that. I, I don't like how you ask that. D20 business. What if I rolled a wad? What if I told you I would just rolled a wad? Come and join us weekly at How the Quest Was Won. Found anywhere where podcasts are located. Purchase not necessary. No real magic was used in the making of this podcast. Please consider supporting Tales of Swordfall. Support us by sharing this content, writing a review, or even rating us. You can also support us further by pledging less than a dollar a month. Find out how on anchor.fm slash swordfalldnd slash support.